snap! You are tuning into the No Cap Snap Podcast. No Cap Snap Podcast. With your hosts, Zach Cisco and Seth Swinton, who always encourage you snap before turn one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode, episode nine of the No Cap Snap Podcast. I am here with Seth Swinton. Hello, Seth. Hello, hello. We've got um, a lot of update news this week. Um, general thoughts overall. How do you like it? Uh, a lot of good updates, I think. A lot All of... right. Save the rest of it because we're going to talk about it right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we can actually just jump right into it just because there is quite a bit of content here and I kind of want to get all your thoughts and opinions on them all. Um, the first big thing that they did, which I think is great and we can go in depth about it more is the token shop has been changed pretty dramatically. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are your overall thoughts on the token shop now and how, how I guess, we can go over what it is first if you want to tell me about that and then give me your thought. Um, now the fact that there's like two essentially two different shops. There's a series three shop essentially that rotates series three cards that you don't have that you can pick and unlock for free. And then so now in the token shop is only gonna be series four, five, and ultimate variants. And then the fact that they also upped the amount of tokens you get in caches, I guess, ultimately affects the token shop. So those are the big changes to that. And it's, I think it's good. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about that one. Yeah, I, here's what I'll say about it. I think it's great for the game and like new players. I think it's going to be a lot more accessible for everybody. But I'm also glad that I finished right before this happened because I don't think I would like it as much going through I, we've talked about loving the grind and stuff but i do know a lot of players had issues with uh with how much of a grind it is but to me the randomness and like the cards you get all you get a new card and you can try to make a new deck with it is so much fun so i am glad i went through it the original way but this way not crazy different you just get four four times the tokens and like you said you get to pick a three pool three card correct every month yep that is yeah. correct so i mean that's pretty cool um i don't think i would have minded that um the four more tokens along with it and all that i mean i think it's all ultimately good for the game and uh, like you said i'm a little on the fence how i personally feel about it but i think it's great for everybody else i would say i i really like the extra tokens because cards are expensive so i think extra tokens are great I don't know if it's I don't know how I, necessarily how I feel about the like series three token shop or shop I should say because it's not even tokens. I don't know if it's because I did the grind and I'm salty that new players aren't gonna have to do the grind or I don't know. It just like we've talked about the last couple weeks. It just it's kind of not. It's like turning away from what the game started out as, and I just yeah. don't want it to get too far off. From what I, know. I do think I do think this game would be a lot less fun if I created a new account and I could just make any deck I wanted right off the bat. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, you said you're salty about it. I think I'm more grateful that I did it before. Um, and obviously it is a lot harder and I'm sure I could have a lot more cards if this was here for us from the beginning. But uh, 
I'm okay with that. I really, I really loved the whole journey of all going through all pool three and not having some cards to make a deck having, so I kind of have to pivot to do this and figure out ways to do it. And to me, it was super fun and I'm, I'm grateful I got in before this, but also for the new players that do want to move through it faster and maybe they're not, maybe it's not like their whole life, like it is me, then uh, (laughs) good you know, good for them. I, as long as it gets more people to this game, I'm all for it. Yeah. The, the grind to get where I'm at now has definitely been a lot of fun. So with, with starting new, I don't know if it would be as fun for me. Like you said, totally agree. I don't understand the people that are like upset about, well, I want to make a Patriot deck. I don't have Patriot. It's like, well, you'll get them eventually. Keep playing, man. Right now let's pivot and build a deck with the cards you do have to me that's very fun it's almost like its own draft mode on like a bigger scale it when you kind of think about it um and to me that's super fun but hey whatever i kind of get it a little bit but i'm i'm totally fine with playing a game i like and unlocking stuff the good old-fashioned way but <laughs> but hey, if we, you're not uh, into that sorry go ahead my bad i was just gonna say we started the episode a little quick we didn't do our tradition yeah i didn't want to talk about it because the grind's been tough <laughs> we gotta talk about it every week. We gotta keep them gotta keep them updated. All right. Why don't you go ahead and tell me your collection level and rank? Uh my collection level is three thousand three hundred and thirty-four. I kind of wish that was one lower for this episode. Um <laughs> and then my rank has gone up. I've been killing it recently. I'm sitting at fifty-five with seven cubes. Oh, we got thirty something last week? Uh, I think it was either right before gold or right after gold. It was one or the other. Gotcha. Yeah, I I wish I remembered what I was last week. Um, I'd never do, and I really I'm gonna write it down this time. So next time I can actually give you guys a solid update. I think last time though I was rank 52, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, to start the season. Is yeah, that right, or did we like go that. a week? Did we go a week after that? We've done one two weeks into the season. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe I was higher than that, but my collection level did go into the 4,000 and the 4,016, and my rank is now at 72. So I went up, I was trying to make a Galactus grind, and uh, I've kind of come to term with the fact that 72 is about the highest I'm going to get with Galactus, and I'm looking at other decks now. How many people just retreat when you play that? You don't want to people are treating. Yeah, I don't know. It might not be the best deck. Like last season got to 82 with Shuri deck, and that was a ridiculous deck. And might have to be able to play more meta decks to get higher, but I'm not that good. <laughs> that is so what they we'll say. They are meta for a reason. So we'll try to make another 80 push at least. But anyway, yes. Thank you for saving the tradition. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> to the token shop um just kind of the other parts of it um another big one is now that like you said they're separated the series three cards and the other one is just series four and five cards i think this is going to give you a lot more you're going to see a lot of the cards you want more often for sure because you're taking the pull three out of it completely you don't have to rotate yeah. through all, all those cards and uh and I, I don't mind that. I think if they would have done that from the beginning, it still wouldn't have been bad if you, I mean, obviously the free pool three cards are different, but having um, a separate shop for pool three and then one for pool four and five, not a bad idea in my opinion. I agree. 
So I think you're going to see a lot more cards that you want. And obviously you're getting more tokens than before. So you can really start saving your tokens and it'll be more worth it. I think, I think you're going to be able to get a lot more of the bigger cards that you want a lot faster. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just a quick little side note, um, in the future, they're going to be adding a way to the new cards that drop. They'll be in their own shop again for a week. So that's another way that you'll see the new cards a lot sooner. And I think that is also going to help the game a lot too, because like we talked about last week, it's these new cards drop and I feel like we never see them because someone has to wait for them to show up in their token shop or pull them out of a chest. But now for the first week that they're out, they'll be in the shop for everybody. So we'll probably see new cards a lot more. And I think that is really cool. Yeah, for sure. That was a huge problem. It's like we said, killing the hype of a new card. Like we got a new card this week, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And I'm like, yep. cool, I'll see this card in two months. It's almost <laughs> like they listened to the podcast and heard us. And there's a lot more of that on this patch notes. Um, normal. We, can, we can talk about, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that's huge to me. Is like now saving 6,000. Say you have the big ones anyway, like Thanos and Galactus, and you have another 6,000. You can actually get excited about a new card and get it right away instead of having to yep. wait forever. So that is great. Yeah, that's huge. Honestly, overall, I think all good changes. I think me and you might be the exception about we don't love that it's easier to get cards, but uh, I, I think uh, overall it's great for the game. So yeah, I think it's good for the game. I'm just salty because I did the grind, so I want to. I'm, I'm grateful I did the grind, so <laughs> I'm, ha- no, I'm mean, happy. Like, I don't want, I don't want the grind to sound like it was bad because I loved the grind. It's just like I did the grind, but now that someone is just joining the game, they're gonna their grind is gonna be a lot faster than what everybody else for had sure. to do. That played already. I think we'll look back and say, man, I remember we had to do this, and but to me, yep. it, was, it was worth it. <laughs> I'm happy with it also. But overall, good good stuff. Token shop keeps getting better, in my opinion. And that's what we need. That's you gotta fix these complaints about new people joining the game and saying, Oh, I it takes too long or blah blah blah. You gotta keep the attention of people. And that's like part of the appeal is how fast the game is and stuff. You gotta people have such small attention spans, you gotta really just keep giving them new cards, keep giving them this. So I think it's good. And uh as long as it keeps growing in popularity, I'm happy. I can definitely get behind that. Yeah. And then um, we do have a bunch of cards that drop from Series 5 to Series 4. How many cards are even in Series 5 now? There was not that many before. Um, but cards dropping from Series 5 to Series 4. We got the Battle Pass card, Zabu. Um, pretty good cards still dropping to Series 4. We got Sauron, who I've never used but want, dropping to Series 4. Shauna, the second worst card in the game and (laughs) dazzler is going down to series four who a lot of people swear by her and shadow king who is the worst card in the game is going to series four so i don't know there's a lot of bad cards in the game you really think shadow king's the worst i do i uh i think i've seen him once in my entire life and it was really dumb He, he made uh he made someone go from a one to a three on their side (laughs) To be fair, I guess I don't. I guess I've never seen him. I think you could maybe use him in a Cerebro deck or Cerebro three. I guess. Yeah, maybe. But I just know that there's there's a lot of bad cards in this. Not a lot, but there's definitely some bad cards in this. Isn't game. he a four cost? 
Dang, is he that much? I think he's four three, <laughs> and he puts everybody to three on your side. No, he sets them back to their starting power. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, never mind. It's not even what I thought it was. Yeah, he's that's... worse than that. <laughs> yeah, he's a four three that does that. So, if you want to argue that, Seth, I be my guess. <laughs> Next week, I'll try to debate it with you. All right, we can we can definitely set that up. I won't. I don't even have to look at any other cards. Uh, <laughs> and then we have only three from Series Four dropping to Pool Three. I think they want a bigger Pool Four for some reason, but uh, they're dropping Mbaku, Orca, and Atuma. Three cards that are not going to move the needle probably either. But yeah, I think they're fine pull three cards, so it's something. I think I think it's a good idea to have a not as big of a pull four as a bit as a pull three, but I think you want your pull four bigger than your pull five. For sure. No, and they definitely are now. I think before pull five I don't remember exactly, but I think they might have had two more cards in pool four. And now it's definitely the opposite. So and then same thing with like Galactus and Thanos. Uh I think there should be cards that don't drop below pool four. Yeah, just like no, I, I agree. Characters this, yeah. are like strong cards. Yeah, this is what we talked about. Like, I think Kang should probably stay in full five. Yeah, but I mean, like, if he does go down, like him and Null shouldn't pass. Him and Null shouldn't go to pull three. Stuff like that. Well, yeah, I, don't I think... mean, in my opinion, Null should probably should have probably stayed in full five too. I mean, like when you just look at the lore and Marvel and the power of these cards, like I'm fine with guys like that being in full five. Yeah. I am too, but I understand that they want like if they want big characters in each pool, like I get it. Yeah. Um I feel like we got a lot of on the hero side, especially though, like in pool three and stuff. So like we definitely true. got that. Um I just yeah. Kang especially, in my opinion, should stay in five. Noel might not be as I mean the lore he is, but maybe not as yeah, big as Kang I either. Saying. Um but yeah, that's that's basically it with that. Not the biggest news, but those cards are going to be cheaper if you're looking for them for some reason. And uh, yeah, get a lot more tokens now. I feel like it's you can kind of justify, kind of like how we talked about before. It's like, why am I going to spend three thousand on this? I'll just wait till you go to pull three. You, I feel like mm-hmm. you can justify getting worse cards a lot more now. So. Yeah, especially with how much you get tokens now. Yeah, yeah. Before it was like, okay, it's going to take me forever to get to. 3,000 tokens. I got to really just find the card I want and pin it. But now you can go, hmm, I've been wanting Sora. I think I'll get them and it's okay. Yeah, dude, Token Tuesdays really help. <laughs> they really do. And now we're going to get even more tokens. And yeah, tokens are not as crazy hard to get as they were before. Um, yeah, those are kind of the two big game updates besides, like I said, the new card, Nigget. Negasonic Teenage Warhead coming out, um, which we did talk about before, and I think she's going to be a good card, actually. Yeah, and I actually didn't even think about it, but I saw the little like news article with her in it, and people are playing her and then playing Nimrod, and I didn't even like that didn't even dawn on me because, like I said, when we talked about Nimrod, the more you destroy him, I think the better he is. So. That's just another destroy outlet that's very easy to pull off. Yeah, it's, I mean, they really got to chill with the destroyed archetype. I agree. Next season. <laughs> like, I mean, it's getting out of hand. That's all we have anymore. I mean, like the new content and stuff. But, but yeah, she seems good. I actually think she seems like a better card than Nimrod, in my opinion. Because you can also destroy 
on their side, right? Yeah, it's whatever that's, cards played next. That's what's intriguing to me. If you kind of know they're about to play Thanos on this one because the rest of the locations are full or whatever, and you play her, you you destroy it, and it's huge. I mean, yeah, if you can pull stuff off like that, I agree a thousand percent. I think there's a lot of ways to do it, and uh, I think she's going to be really good actually. And then yeah, if you're playing a destroy archetype makes death cheaper it essentially takes two off of death every time you use it it's uh yeah say, but for your own deck like playing her and then playing nova you don't need to worry about killmonger playing her and then bucky barnes you get winter soldier right away i think in destroyed actually helps a lot too yeah i think she's yeah. a really good card for that and like i said i don't think that's probably the last archetype that needed more cards and more help but get another one i i really hope in the future we kind of move away from that and get to other archetypes a little more but yeah, she's hey, a good maybe, card. Maybe move will become a full archetype one day. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Doesn't really seem like it from the data mine cards. <laughs> they might have to rethink that whole archetype um, or just release good cards for it, but it doesn't seem like they're going to. <laughs> um, maybe a turn six play would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and talk about the buffs and nerfs or really the nerfs that happened this yeah. season because there was quite a bit of them um we're going to start with the big baddie that we talked about it was a whole thing about how good thanos was and uh, do you remember our solution so yeah it's actually pretty similar to what they did i think i think yeah. you're right i think i do listen to the podcast it's just about what we said i think the only thing <laughs> we said was and i think we did actually talk about you know maybe like reworking some of the stones. I don't think we got into specifics on that part, so I can't take full credit. But we did. I did say for sure, let's at least just make him a 6'10 and see how that does. Let's not get him like the other guys. And um, sure enough, they put him at 6'10. And I think it's a great change. Um, I don't think I'm he a, needs to go all the way up to 11 for sure. I just want to throw this out there. I'm fairly confident. I don't remember what stone we brought up, but a stone was talked about changing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think I, think I said... The reality yeah, it was stone, you. maybe. I uh, yeah, I can't remember which one it was, but you said one of the, you said like whatever the stone, stone was, was you thought his yeah. strongest was should change. I feel like I I brought up the reality stone, but I'm not a hundred percent. I don't think I brought up the space stone, which is the one they touched. But yes, I think putting Thanos at a six ten is good. It's a it's a slow start. Obviously, he didn't need to go to a six eleven. He probably doesn't even need to be a six ten. He's probably fine at a six nine. I like keeping him at a six nine rather than a. 6-8 just because you can still Shang-Chi him, which mm -hmm. is great if he, if he doesn't get that plus 10 power. Uh, but 6-10 is a great start for me, like I said. Let's see what this does. Also, we'll talk about other cards that got nerfed around him that don't help him at all. So I think he's still yeah. going to be fine, but he's not going to be like ridiculously powerful like he was. So this is perfect. Um, and they did nerf one of his stones, which is the Space Stone. I believe that's the green one. On reveal... Uh, next turn, you can move one card at this location and draw a card. So that's what it used to do. I mean, that's pretty yep. dang good. I don't think I knew it did that. You can move a card at this location and draw a card. Now it says next turn, you can move one card to this location and draw a card. So instead of moving a card out of the location, you draw one to it. Still just still pretty dang good. Yeah, because in the developer comments, they even talk about how this stone was really good with Lockjaw. Because yeah, for sure. If this I mean, stone pops out of Lockjaw, you just move it out of the way and then play another card on Lockjaw. Yeah, and that's one of the so, big offenders. If not the biggest offender, was the Lockjaw Quinjet combo. 
yeah deck and that's what's been killing him. i'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't touch lockjaw though i feel like he has caused a lot of problems he's causing a lot of problems they might need to look at him soon he might be he might be moving himself up the list um due to a due for a nerf but yeah that's huge um so really not that big of a nerf just for that deck and not necessarily a stone or thanos so you could probably still play him just fine yeah i think it's a good starting point like we've seen one power uh actually affects the cards a lot so i think starting with one is a good just basis to see what that does to thanos and then yeah i think the change to the space tone was definitely needed because the old one and lockjaw were just reading that combo was insane to even that's just crazy that that was in the game because now you're playing four cards on lockjaw instead of three yeah and yeah you can do some crazy stuff Especially when you pair it with Quinjet, who made Thanos the Stones zero. Um, that's just any card that's zero cost, and you can play a bunch of them that do stuff like that is crazy. Um, but we got good news especially for you when, about that. Especially when they draw themselves, because don't they, they draw other stones? Yeah. yeah, I think one of them yeah. draws two stones, and the rest of them all draw cards. So it's like, yeah. Um, Quinjet was a problem with that, but I got good news for you. Quinjet also got a nerf. Um, Quinjet's still a really fun card, so like it sucked to completely gut it. Um, and all they did to me was make Quinjet not ridiculous, because if a card's not in your deck, and you you put a card that wasn't originally in your deck, it's one less cost, and that was doing it for Thanos, making all the stones zero. Now there's a minimum of one which is great. So all the stones are still going to cost one like they should, and it doesn't affect other decks that use Quinjet. Yep. Yeah, because just like a lot of other things that reduce the cost in this game, most of them are to a minimum of one. So Quinjet was like the one of the outliers in that. And I think, I mean, they, again, they even talked about in the comments that future-proofing this card now is a good idea because something that makes stuff not start in your deck cost zero or potentially cost zero is extremely good. Yeah, no, I totally agree. The, the fact that it was like one of the only ones that does this, uh, it, need, it needed to just have that. It should just kind of be a rule, probably. Yeah. Fun card still, and it's still totally playable in a lot of decks. It's just, like you said, it nerfs the Thanos deck that's been on a rampage lately. So it's good. Doesn't get the card in any way. This one might hurt you a little bit. This is the uh, Red Skull also got hit. Yeah. He went from a 5 15, 5 power or 5 cost, 15 power, ongoing enemy cards of this location have plus 2 power, to now he's a 5 cost, 13 power, ongoing enemy cards at this location have plus 1 power. Yeah. I mean, essentially, if you shuri it, you lose 4 power. And, uh, but you're also, in my opinion, the weird thing about this is you're losing four power when you're Shuri, right? Because instead of getting a 530, you're getting a 526. Um, so you're losing four power there, but the plus two power to the plus one power, you're gaining four yep. power there. So my opinion, not really that big a deal. <laughs> I was going to say, because uh, I recently got the shirt, like was able to play the Shuri deck, and I thought every time I played Red Skull that it was, it's, you have to like play Red Skull definitely in the right spot because if you played if old Red Skull, if you played it in a spot with four cards, you're essentially giving away eight power. Yeah. And that like feels real bad. I'm so, not giving four. 
and yeah, so I think that that just makes playing this card feel way better. Um, so I don't even know if I would technically look at this as a nerf. That's what I'm trying to say. Eyes. It's the same exact <laughs> thing. If I mean, if anything, you're gaining power if you're not playing Shuri because you lost two, but you're gaining four on his ongoing. Yep. So like if you if play you're not, at a full yeah, location, if, yeah, yeah, you do have to play at a full location for sure. Um, if not, yeah, I get, I get, it's not. But the Shuri part, it's the same thing. Twenty six is still big enough to do the Armenzola strategy, the Taskmaster strategy. Like, I think it's all the same. I don't really think this does that much for that. There's other cards that we'll talk about that go with that Shuri deck that's been dominating, but. To me, it's weird to do this, and when you look at it at a four location, it's still the exact same thing. Why not just keep the two power on the yeah on the math? Yeah, the math all still maths the same. So yeah, kind of weird. Who cares? I I I think they should have kept the ongoing at plus two power. You think so? I, I do, because that that would have that would actually made a big difference, and then people are zeroing that anyway. So like, who cares? True. In the deck, I mean, I don't know. It's like you said, the math equals out. You're yeah, actually, it's actually it's actually a buff if you look at the the five thirteen without Shuri on a four location. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. I mean, weird, weird weird way to do that. I think. I thought that too when I read it. So we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see if Red Skull sees like a spike in play because of it or something. Well, I'm hoping, and I'm, maybe that's what they thought, I'm hoping it'll, like, discourage people from, maybe they'll look at it and not see their 530 anymore and not want to play it as much, but it's just, yeah, it's weird. It actually says in the developer comments, this change is mostly a buff to the base case uses for Red Skull. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So I wonder if we'll see if he'll, like, find his way into another deck now that will utilize the 13 power more than Shuri will util- utilize the 26. Yeah, that's probably the way. I, I just don't think that was the way to buff Shuri, and we'll see more cards that go to do this. They're looking for ways to buff Shuri, or sorry, nerf Shuri, get her out of being so strong and so meta, but all they did was nerf the cards around her that go with her, and uh, I don't really like that strategy. I would think I would have rather seen something for Shuri, like, I don't know, the next card has to be played at the location you played Shuri, or something like that. Just t- yeah. try something like they're doing with Thanos right now instead of just hurting everything around her. Because the next yeah, one makes like, me we... very sad. <laughs> I know. You probably don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, just a quick last little note about Shuri. Because we've talked about it. We don't even... I feel like hitting Shuri is going to be hard, though. It because is. Because you're going to have to... You're essentially going to change what she does. She's not going to be the Shuri we know now. So yeah, I don't know if she has a place. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they could try and they could start, like I said, like start with that. Start with it has to be played at the location, Shuri, like like a Wong, like a Wong would, you know, like a. Or maybe um, it's like a, maybe like a, only like a crossbones thing where you can only play it at a location you're winning already or something. Something. That's what I'm saying. You could try something like that. I don't think this yeah. is the way to do it. And then if it doesn't work, she probably just doesn't have a place in this game. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. I do like her, but doubling is crazy. Um, and the next card that they nerfed, which is like one of my favorite cards in the game, wasn't she was my number <laughs> one actually? Yes, she was. Yeah, <laughs> and I play her in so many decks because she can just—I mean, she's good in any deck. It's, it's she's just so versatile. 
It's so easy to throw in any deck is She-Hulk. She's going from a 6'10 to a 6'9. Thanks, Shuri. <laughs> it just sucks. I mean, she's like she's like that card, like Sunspot, where she could just throw in any throw in any deck, and uh, she's great. I don't, I don't, I don't know how much to say about it. I wish she was a six ten still. I thought that was a very good. I thought I never thought she was too strong or too weak. Um, I, this still leaves her in the position to get Shang Chi and just yeah. I don't power. think. Yeah, I think this kind of hurts She-Hulk a lot more than maybe the developers wanted. Um, so, because now it's like, oh, no, because you guess you could still play her for one. Uh, I don't know. She's just in this weird spot now. Um, but yeah, I think it's funny that you talked about her being your favorite and everything, and now she gets hit this hard. And it's yeah. just, it's so, it's so crazy just to look at it from a number standpoint. Like, she's just down one power. Like, why is that so different? And then you play with it and like you just see all the different scenarios and you're like wow i really wish i had that one power back yeah there's a lot of reasons too like there's she's really good with moon girl too because you can like skip turn five and then play two she hulks you know yep uh for 20 power for two now it's energy 18. Yep. it's just it's just i don't know there's a lot of things it's just it feels really bad to me I thought she was in such a good spot. I honestly didn't think she would want to ever get touched. She's not even the main component in the Shuri decks at all, which sucks. Do I mean, she's think... played in them, but... Yeah. Do you think you'll put her in as many decks as you used to? Probably. I don't know. I love her, but... I, I'm Truthfully, I haven't been putting her in as many as I used to anyway. Just trying other stuff, but... uh. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't. she's not gutted or anything. Don't get me wrong. It's just... It makes me sad a little bit. Yeah. Makes I mean, I know she's not gutted or anything. It's just it's weird to see that her get hit over Shuri, I guess. Yeah, it's very weird. I, I did not I don't I haven't seen anybody complain about She Hulk. Yep. Uh I've definitely seen Red Skull Arrow and that Quinjet thing and Thanos. I've never seen anybody, not a single person say She Hulk is too strong or or she's too weak. I thought she was in such a good spot, but Hey, I'll tell you what, I, I complained about this next card a lot, though. Yeah, well, we have been for like four weeks. <laughs> this I next really card like Immunity good. have. Yeah, Arrow goes from a 5-7 with on reveal that says, move all enemy cards played this turn to this location, to a 5-8 that says on reveal, move the last enemy card played this turn to this location. The last card. Yep. So, so you no longer bring three cards over to one location and... There's no counterplay to one. it. You're bringing the last one. So I think it's great overall. Obviously, she was way too strong. Giving her back that one power that she used to have and hurting her main ability. Because that was the thing. A lot of times on turn six, if you had two locations, one, and the third location had like no cards on it, or if it was a weird location that says destroy the cards or whatever, you could yep. literally just play Arrow and bring, no matter what he does, to that location say well i already won the other two bye it was almost like a leader play kind of yeah definitely just... it was like a five yeah it was like a turn five leader play yeah it was and it's uh but you could do it on six is what i'm saying but yeah you could do it on five and just she was definitely way too strong and uh this is a very good buff or nerf this is what we're kind of we're talking about is like they could try things with shuri like they're trying this like i do think this fixes her actually but uh do you think that try stuff like this 
Do you think uh, this is another like leader situation though, where now it's like you're never gonna see Arrow again? I don't, but it's Dawn reveal is a little weird because you don't know yeah. how. I mean, we don't know what the last card is, and I don't know. I mean, it's still a good turn six play because a lot of people just play one six cost card. True, but I mean, like me and you have been playing a deck the last couple of days that. We drop like four cards on turn six. Yeah, at least. Um, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I get that, and it's gonna not be as good in those decks, and maybe you don't have to play her in, in decks like that. Like you can have another play besides Arrow. Because to me, when I play Arrow, she's never like my win condition. It's just like she's kind of situational. We'll go, okay, this is gonna be great if I pull them here. Uh, maybe play people do play her the win condition, but. For me, it was like you could throw her in almost any deck and just say, hey, if I don't want cards here, I'm going to play Arrow over here. So they can't. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, I mean, I, th- I think I think like we've said, it's a good place to put her to see what happens. Yeah. Um, And who knows? Maybe maybe they'll try that with Shuri next. I hope if, so. Like, I, they'll actually do it to Shuri instead of cards around Shuri. So. I hope so, but I don't think Arrow is going to be a leader situation where we never see her again. Definitely a lot less, though. Yeah. Five eight's not bad at all. Like we talk about with Modoc, like that's kind of a lot of power. On that's five. true. Um, so she's still got some power and she still does something. That not like leader where it seems kind of pointless. I mean, she's just not stupid strong anymore. She's she's still a card. Well, I, we'll just have to see, but I don't think she's gone if that's what you're saying. Yeah, she's not gutted like Leader was. I actually think it's a pretty dang good start, and we'll see what it does. We'll see. I I don't know. It's just worded really weird. I guess I need to see it played. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is a little. It's a little strange because a lot of people can play an extra card like last just to make sure there's no arrows. You know. Yeah, if someone just has like Wasp in their deck or something. Yeah. Just... Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Wasp is a good example because you could just throw it in there after your turn six or your six power play or something but yeah but i mean that's a counter for arrow maybe you'll have to start carrying wasp to counter that you know what i mean stuff like that is good that's true um because i know a lot of people like we talked about the leech problem last week a lot of people started just carrying infinite in their hand just in case leech came because then they can play him anyway for free without having to worry about it so it's like they say you want to leech me i'll fine i'll play infinite then so like stuff like that I mean, you don't want you don't want something like Leech that's just running the meta ever, but it just might be yeah. another thing to think about. I'll tell you what, they definitely hit a lot of cards around uh, Shuri because these next three cards—not all three, obviously—but one of them was played in the Shuri deck. Uh, Mystique, Absorbing Man, and Taskmaster all had their card text changed um, to where now it's. They copy the card if it's still in play. So now if you get uh if your red skull gets Shang Chi, Taskmaster doesn't copy anything in Shuri. Like yeah. why not just Shuri? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. Every card around Shuri except that's for what Shuri. they did. They literally looked at it and said, I'm not exactly sure what to do. And they said, Well, let's hit everything else around it then. So anybody else that likes those card, like She Hulk, just get screwed over. Yeah. And it's I really like Taskmaster. Weird. I thought Taskmaster was really cool. He's pretty strong too. I don't mind this at all i actually don't mind these changes but i I know what you're saying it is it is strange that that's the way they went about it this is just something that they changed 
in the game. This isn't even just for Shuri. It, it affects Shuri yeah. a lot. Like the, the Taskmaster part is just for Shuri, but like the Absorbing Man and Mystique are for other archetypes that go crazy too. Like yeah, Mystique definitely. and Wong can go crazy. Absorbing Man can do a lot of crazy things. This just helps that if you do figure out a way to stop those things earlier, like they can't just copy it anyway. So I actually don't yeah, mind this at all. This just stops these, these guys can all go crazy. Because I believe, like, if you play Wong and then they play Enchantress before your Mystique flips, I believe Mystique then copies nothing because Enchantress removed the ongoing ability, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate this at all. But yes, I think this is why they took a look at this because of the Shuri. Yeah, I think the... I feel like they kind of updated the card text on a couple cards because the next three are all that, too. They yeah, like it's more of like did. a text update, not like a hard like uh hard nerf or buff. Yeah, they just kind of clarified exactly what it is gonna be with the game going forward, and I think that's important too. Yeah, because just like the having the minimum of one text on cards that reduced is yes. needed. I think stuff like this is also needed in the game so no one gets confused on what's happening. Yeah, no, it definitely helps and like I was a little confused about it by first, at first, and then you kind of explained it to me, and now I'm like, I'm all for it. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, the next couple cards that we're about to talk about, um, it wasn't, like, a hard nerf or buff or anything. They just changed how their text kind of works. So Morbius, Morbius's power no longer updates in your hand or in your deck. It's only at a location. So if you have Morbius in your hand and you discard a card, you're not going to see it on Morbius's card in your hand until you play him. But it's not like he's not going to get the power. It's just there's got to be for some reason. It says in the developer thing, it says to simplify calculating his future power. They're doing this. But I, I don't know. It's got to be some reason on like the back end. It's easier for them to code it that way or something. And then at the same time, I mean, I don't know who runs Morbius and Mr. Negative. But now in in a situation with Mr. Negative, Morbius is will always be a zero two cost or a 0-2 if he's in your deck, rather than if you've discarded a card, him being a 2-2. Two, two. That makes sense. I don't know if I explained that good. Well, yeah, these, this is just kind of confusing once. Like I said, I'm still not 100% sure why they did this. Like, yeah. Especially for Morbius and, and Null. Like, they did the same thing for Null, essentially. I don't but Null really updates in your it. hand. Null's not, Null just doesn't update in your deck, which is weird. Why not just do both? I don't know. Yeah, this is very confusing to me, and I, I don't really like the Morbius change at all. In the deck, it's fine, but like I would definitely like to see what Morbius is at in my hand. So you, yeah, so you know where you want to play him and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty hard to remember how many cards you discarded. Like, what if you play Maddox and then you do Morbius next to, for turn six, and you can actually have a big turn six play, but. You don't know what Morbius is at. You don't know if you can win or not. It's so weird. I don't understand why that would hurt to see it in your hand. Yeah, you just have to because I think you can click on your name and see how many cards you've discarded this game. That helps. Yeah. That helps Morbius, not Null. There's no helping Null. Well, at least Null, you can still see it in your hand. That's true, and so that's like... where the Mister Negative example is. I got that from the Null developer comments because. So it says, so he's, his functionality with Mr. Negative will be the same as his fellow ongoing cards. Um, 
Notably, he will use his potential power for effects like the peak location until we're able to make our desired improvements. So it sounds like this is a stepping stone for what they're trying to do. But I don't know what the end goal is, I guess. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. These are very confusing. I don't really think this uh, affects Noel that much, like in very specific situations. And I don't know how much it affects Morbius, but it makes Morbius more weird to play because you don't know what his power is actually at. Yeah. Unless you play him like before you discard your first card, which is I don't know, that's so strange to me. I think the only way this affects Noel, and I don't even think it affects him like that. So if for some reason on you have Noel in your hand and on turn five they play Scarlet Witch and it switches to the peak, and if stuff has been destroyed this game, now Noel his power and cost switch. But I feel like when you play him, his power should just go back to normal. Kind of like have you ever played with Dracula and then people minus him, but at the he's gonna discard something anyway, and it, the minuses don't even matter. Like I, I, didn't, I didn't know the minus. Oh, because yeah, because it goes back to like it goes to whatever their power. Yeah, whatever he discard. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't think, buff him and stuff either. Yeah, and I think that's how it's gonna kind of work with Null. Like it doesn't even. I don't know. It's weird. I don't see the point. I guess is a good way to put it. <laughs> I don't either. Like you said, it's got to be something for the future that they have plan but it's just i don't know it makes these two cards like a lot more confusing and uh i don't know it's very weird like it's hard to follow that text and, yeah and I, I play both of them i played morbius this week i played null this week and i didn't i mean the morbius thing sucks to me but the null i didn't really notice anything so i think he's still the same yeah like i think you were worried that they wouldn't that they don't get their they would don't get that power Right. Um, but like I, 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 I thought could Morbius, be wrong. I don't think that's the case, though. I don't think so either. I, I was worried Morbius wouldn't get the plus two if he was in your hand. Yeah. But I think you just don't see it. Yeah, it literally just doesn't like it, just doesn't get animated until he's on the field for some reason. So I don't strange. Know why. So just to make it harder for you to do your calculations. <laughs> I don't know. And the other, the last card they changed their text on is just, uh, Black Widow's card. Her Widow Bite. Yeah, her Widow Bite. Sorry, that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that's the one where it goes in your hand and it doesn't let you draw a card from your deck. Yep. Now it just says while it's in your hand, you can't draw cards, period. So, like, this is going to help her a lot and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, like it says on here, like, uh, Cable can't draw your cards. Uh, or you can't get cards if you play cable excuse me like stuff yeah, like that or, or like sometimes locations say you can't draw two cards like she's going to be better in those situations and uh i don't know i mean she's I, I didn't think she's the most amazing card so i think just this little text definitely helps yeah i think this is a good little just a little i like, not even a buff or anything it's just a clarification i think it's, it's a little i think it's a little uh buff yeah because i didn't actually do that before right that's what it sounds like. It's because like, Cable's not drawing from your yeah. deck; it's drawing from their deck. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it is. In that case, it's a buff. Yeah. It's a small one, and I, I, it doesn't. Yeah, it definitely doesn't really move the needle for her. But she's a little better now. And then there's just a whole bunch of bugs, small bug fixes they did, and all the all the usual stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, overall patch, I think great. Is there anything that you're surprised you did not see on here? 
Uh, just Shuri, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Just a direct Shuri hit, not cards around Shuri. Yeah, that was strange. Uh, for me, I thought, I kind of thought, and it might be next patch, honestly, I thought Leech would get a, a touch, touch nerf I, somehow. It's just so weird because Leech wasn't a problem for so long. And then it, it was just like kind of out of the blue. So I think they might be like waiting a little bit to see how long he's a problem for before they do anything. Because I mean, yeah. look at how long Arrow and Shuri haven't been see, touched. I mean, Arrow that, finally did, thinking. but... Yeah, I'm thinking because Arrow and Shuri took so long, it probably is taking longer than we think. So, uh, yeah, maybe they're it's in the works, but I don't know. Just the outrage in the community. I thought maybe they jump on it, but maybe they also aren't just going to give in to every little cry that need, the card that needs a nerf. Because a lot of times that is the case where it's like, like you said, it's like flavor of the week. This card's too strong because this one got buffed and they're like well maybe that's not the case maybe it's just this other card's not as good so now you're seeing more leech and and it's yeah, probably I think not it's, that big of a problem i think they're definitely listening to the community which is good but i also think it's good that they don't listen to the community too much or just like every little thing because right? yeah. there's a lot of people that just cry for nerfs constantly like exactly so and you gotta think... wait you definitely i agree you shouldn't give it i was just surprised by a little bit I, i'm not saying they need to leech nerf right now or they need to nerf leech right now but i don't know i just thought maybe they would address something just to make the community happy but i don't know i think leech is fine yeah i can see what you're saying though so i mean who knows maybe they have like a different metric for what they use to base off everything and that's what they're waiting for i don't know yeah um was there anything you would have done differently like with the cards that they did nerf and buff or i mean no buffs right no i mean i guess you can kind of count red skull and maybe black widow with her little bit of an update yeah i mean but... black widow for sure but yeah and red skulls is weird but because I mean, yeah i mean like you said they literally said in the developer comments that it's kind of a buff if you use them normally so yeah and um, it is we did the math yeah um but no i think i don't know arrows is weird but again i don't know what else you could have done to arrow because yeah it's, needed just one something. Of those, it's just one of those cards so i don't i don't hate any of them or anything i think they're all good and i think it's healthy for the game for besides, cards to change like this so besides she hulk but yeah <laughs> i think my only complaint true. was i would like to see more buffs i think it's more fun to buff cards than nerf them and you know we got what one two three four five six nerfs and no buffs i don't know i think it's more fun to buff cards up rather than nerf cards down but they definitely hit some things that needed a nerf don't get me wrong but like, you look at yes, somebody that... like you look at somebody like orca can we give him another power <laughs> how hard would that have been not really broken the game hey. like, everybody thinks he sucks so can we just give him a power we talked about it. One power does a lot. Two cards this patch just changed by one power. Three cards, actually. You count arrow. Well, why don't, why don't you go ahead and look at Orca's play rate? And then <laughs> we can base it off that, too. Like, it's He doesn't have a crazy ability, though. I don't know. Stuff like that would, would be fun to me. Yeah. And go, oh, maybe I'll mess with Orca a little bit. Uh, but the cards like that are just going to get no play again for the next until the next update. So, Yeah, maybe they should 
look at like the least played cards and see what they can do to those two at the same something. time. Something, yeah. Maybe make it more fun. Maybe if the issue isn't that they're not strong, maybe they're just not fun or something. You know, maybe they're in that weird spot where they're not fun and they're also not good enough to be like super meta. So they just kind of get forgotten about and like I don't know, Shadow King. Let's try again. How about that? <laughs> well, hey, maybe they need more developers and maybe we can get hired and we can handle the we'll handle the lower cards while they handle the higher cards. Yeah, that works for me. Uh, Marvel <laughs> Snap, if you're listening to this podcast, which we kind of suspect you are at this point, <laughs> we'll definitely well, love to be like consultants and we really wouldn't even we'll ask for that much. Buffing. We'll handle the buffing of cards. You guys can nerf cards. Yeah, we'll just give you our honest opinions as players and I won't I won't require that much. I think it'd be fun. I think you guys want to really come cool. on the podcast and talk about it? That'd be great, too. <laughs> All right, Seth, I'm going to have to put you on the spot and ask you one more question before we go. It'll be a shorter episode. Okay. But uh, I know we talked, we teased last week about doing a video podcast yep. and putting one on YouTube and still releasing the regular podcast, obviously, but not to. Can we make a promise to our fans right now Next week's podcast, episode 10, the double digits, the big one. We will have a video podcast out there too. It is over 10. That is a that is a milestone, huh? It's I a big one. I, I think we should. I agree. I think we should do number 10 as a as a video one. All right, folks. You heard it here first. Seth Swinton promises. <laughs> we will do a video <laughs> podcast for episode 10. Um, and I really hope we could deliver. <laughs> we will don't worry yeah but it'll be a special one maybe it'll be fun or longer we might play a game or something but yeah so tune in next week we'll uh i'm sure we'll make a lot of visual bits because it's our first uh our first youtube video and we'll, uh, yeah we'll do we'll make <laughs> it fun yeah i may have a uh a king to conquer outfit on i might not you'll have to tune in but <laughs> But yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. It's just a quick patch notes update for you guys. We'll have a, a lot more of the fun side next week. But thank you guys again for listening. And uh, you got any advice? Uh, Always snap before turn one. There you go. You Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.